Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. High above the Earth's North Pole, solar winds whipped through the ionosphere in a gargantuan storm that rained electric precipitation. The entire thing happened over several hours, and satellites passing over the area were disrupted by the unexpected changes in the geomagnetic field. Meanwhile, the world moved on below, unaware of the tumultuous events occurring at the edge of space. While this sounds like a great setup for your next science fiction binge on Netflix, it's a real phenomenon, a space hurricane. After hypothesizing that such high atmospheric meteorology might be possible, scientists now have proof that hurricanes occur in different levels of Earth's atmosphere. As reported in the journal Nature Communications in February of 2021, Scientists observed and documented the first phenomenon of its kind, which they dubbed a space hurricane. But what exactly is that? Space hurricanes have likely happened before in the history of our planet and will likely occur again, so it's helpful to know what causes them and how similar they are to the lower atmospheric hurricanes that we know more about. According to the research published by a team of international scientists, the first documented space hurricane occurred on August 20th of 2014. High in the upper atmosphere, a spiral of plasma stretching more than 600 miles, that's 1,000 kilometers across, swirled above the magnetic North Pole for nearly eight hours. While it was invisible to human eyes, weather satellites were affected and tipped researchers off to the activity. It was observed way up in the ionosphere, so-called because it's the part of Earth's atmosphere that's ionized, meaning it contains electrically charged particles. The ionosphere stretches across a few of the outermost levels of Earth's atmosphere, and though its boundaries shift from day to day and season to season, it's generally from around 50 to 400 miles up. That's about 80 to 650 kilometers. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Brian Latta, an AccuWeather meteorologist who specializes in astronomy and space coverage. He explained, Like many space weather phenomena, charged particles from the sun interacted with Earth's magnetic field to spark the space hurricane. This phenomenon is likely being called a hurricane due to the way it spins, similar to a tropical cyclone. Since it was observed over the North Pole, I was a little surprised that they didn't nickname it a space vortex to match the viral weather term polar vortex. So, considering that they were given a shared name, space and Earth hurricanes must be similar, right? In fact, they do have some aspects in common, but they're also quite different. In addition to their shape, uh, both have an eye at the center and arm bands of storm activity, space and Earth hurricanes are similar in another important way. They both have precipitation. Lada said, hurricanes that we are familiar with have liquid precipitation, rain, while space hurricanes have electric precipitation that can create stunning aurora. However, the aurora caused by this specific space hurricane may have gone unnoticed by people on the ground, as it occurred during the summer in the Northern Hemisphere, the worst time of year to look for aurora since the days far outlast the nights. Here's hoping the next one will occur during the winter months so that we can enjoy the show. The biggest difference between the two types of hurricanes is the altitudes at which they occur. As I said earlier, space hurricanes can be found dozens or hundreds of miles up in the ionosphere. 
In contrast, normal hurricanes occur in the troposphere. That's where we live. It's the layer of Earth's atmosphere that stretches from the ground to just around 5 to 9 miles up. That's around 8 to 14 kilometers. The range happens because different parts of the troposphere are thicker or thinner, depending on where in the world you are. It's the thinnest at the poles. So, the space hurricane was, you know, a lot closer to space. It was also huge compared to an Earth hurricane. At more than 600 miles wide, that's roughly twice the average diameter of hurricanes that happen in the troposphere. So, what caused the space hurricane? Scientists aren't quite sure yet, but there are some theories. The main one concerns the electromagnetic conditions in 2014. The sun was at the maximum of its most recent 11-year cycle, and August was a time of, quote, low solar and otherwise low geomagnetic activity, according to the research published in Nature Communications. This low activity in the ionosphere was likely similar to hurricane-conducive conditions that help create hurricanes on Earth. House to Forks also spoke with AccuWeather senior meteorologist and astronomy blogger David Samuel. He said, It seems like it occurs when conditions are quiet. There was very little geomagnetic activity, and solar wind was low. This reminds me of hurricanes. Hurricanes need light winds aloft, so thunderstorms can form and rotate around a center, without the strong winds aloft pulling them away from the center. Once the center gets established, the thunderstorms become stronger and stronger, and thus spin faster around the center, until strong winds aloft pull them apart. So, it's likely that the right combination of high atmospheric conditions came together to allow the space hurricane to form and to dissipate when those conditions changed. But Earth hurricanes can cause lots of damage. Should we fear space hurricanes? According to Lada, space hurricanes are mostly harmless, though it's possible we could experience the effect of one on Earth. He explained, If strong enough, a space hurricane could potentially cause some disruptions on the ground. If there are enough charged particles raining down from space, in addition to creating aurora, it could disrupt GPS signals, radio waves, and in extreme cases, the power grid. However, if this event only happens over the poles, then the number of power outages would be limited based on the sparse population of the polar region. Having discovered this first one, Scientists will undoubtedly be trying to determine where and how often space hurricanes occur, but it's likely that we don't need to have too much concern about them compared with their earthly counterparts. While scientists can't be sure when the next space hurricane will occur, the next solar maximum will likely occur in July of 2025. This may create similar conditions for another space hurricane. However, the sun's cycles are flexible and scientists may not become aware of the next space hurricane until after it's already happened. Today's episode is based on the article, Scientists Detected a Space Hurricane for the First Time. What's that? On HowStuffWorks.com, written by Valerie Stymack. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.